You're the worst. <laughs> Movies, games, books, and fashion. See what goes in on Nerd Cannon. Hello! Welcome to Nerd Cannon. I'm Beth. I'm Paul. This is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they are good enough to be shared with the next generation of the nerds. Tonight, we are having a very special episode, and we're welcoming a very special guest. Hi, Lindsay. Hey. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, it's Lindsay. a clip show. I've decided this is a clip show Oh, episode. it's a clip show. Okay. All right. Is it the end of the season where we don't know what to do with ourselves, so we no, do a clip it's show? No, it's, it's one of those reverse fake-out clip shows where it's like presented but it, like it's a clip show, but it's actually all new footage. You know oh, what I'm talking okay. about? Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know what you're talking about. All right. Well, hi, Lindsay. How did, how did you find us? How did we find you? So, well, I work with Paul, and one day he made the mistake, the glorious mistake of telling me <laughs> that he had a podcast. And I was immediately like, tell me what it is. And when he told me it was like nerd canon, like nerd stuff from the 80s and 90s, I was like, I have to listen to this. And I have been a fan since then. And that was like Yay. back in October, I think. I don't know. So I've listened to like all the episodes. I die laughing every time. It's been great. It's It makes my, it's make my drives, makes my mornings. <laughs> my Aww, afternoons that's, that's the goal <laughs> my evenings <laughs> um so yeah so paul and i've been wanting to do another choose your own adventure for a while and we figured it would be fun to have a guest on and do some more mm-hmm. so paul what if, what do you have secrets for us or should i uh i don't have secrets plan? no 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 you, you just go ahead i'll, I'll maybe oh, have... okay i'll just go ahead so so Paul <laughs> sent me via inter uh, interschool courier a choose your own adventure number 34 guys I'll post the pictures of this because it is fucking bananas uh so it's by Ken McMurtry that's cheating there's too many R's in there and we're looking at Paul do you know the uh, publication date of this I was actually just looking at that I don't have it you have the book sitting okay, in front of so you this is a Popular librarian game, and I realize this is not a visual medium, but popular librarian game is to guess uh, publication dates by the covers of books. I feel like so, this one's later, though. I actually, I think I looked at it. It's after the 2000s, isn't it? It is. It's a, it's a yeah. more recent one. I was going to say, like, that looks like a 2003, 2002 kind of cover. It's definitely a computer-generated zombie yeah. Um, and he's he's by a sign. There's a spooky crow. Yeah, definitely. Maybe it's so, a friendly crow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It looks like it's thinking about biting one of the zombies' eyeballs out. But I that's that makes I it a pro- good crow, though. I could be projecting. <laughs> what if he's a nice zombie? He's your pen pal. He looks oh, like that's right. Like... He is my pen pal. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, isn't he holding a book or something? He looks very. It looks like he's got. Yeah, I'm assuming that's the, your letter, but I don't. It could it's be just a book. A, that's just an eighth grader in the morning. That's all that is. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. That really is. That's accurate. Um, so, anywho, it's 2010. So, we're doing It's oh, a little wow, bit newer, okay. but still in our, uh, I say in our, oh, ready? So, the book is dedicated to Caitlin and Shannon, who at age one perfected the zombie walk. So, yeah. Yeah, wow. like that's just making fun of a child who is clumsy, but that's right. fine. For all eternity, you put that in your your book's dedication. Yeah. Make, yeah now yeah, that, that they're kid, 10. That kid appreciates the, 
Um, so the last time we did this, we had special guest Aaron and Aaron and I played the, the character in the story and we made the decisions together and Paul was the uh, dungeon master. He read the book. So tonight I will read a uh, zombie pen pal and Lindsay and Paul get to make decisions. I wonder, um, what kind of decisions you shall make. Paul, I feel like is usually chaotic neutral. Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, That's accurate. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> so, so we'll see. Um, so should should we uh, crack into it? Yeah, go yes. for it. Okay, so uh, we start out with it's weirdly positioned like the Star Wars crawl. It's like weirdly on an angle. This text. So what I kind of share. alignment is that? <laughs> I cannot tell you. It's centered but weird. So beware and warning. This book is different from other books. You and you alone are in charge of what happens in this story. The wrong decision could end in peril, even death. But don't despair. At any time, you can go back and make another choice. Alter the path of your story and change its results. Zombies, they're controlling bocors, made up a word in italics. Oh, okay. The, ch- the charms I was going to ask. But... <laughs> well, I don't, maybe it's not made up. The charms and protective spells of voodoo and the occult all mix in everyday life in New Orleans. You learn all about it from your pen pal, Sam. But when, when Katrina comes and Sam stops writing, did she disappear during the terrible floods following the hurricane? Are you sure you will never know a new girl shows up at your school in Pointy Hill, Maine, who reminds you of your pen pal? Her name Wait, is Rose. What the hell is happening right uh, now? This is some intense fucking background. <laughs> we got Katrina. We have yeah. possibly dead pen pal. And now we live in Pointy Hill, Maine, which what? And there's a new girl in school. Her name is Rose. But is she really Sam? You have to tread what? carefully to find out. Because if Rose is really a zombie, there is danger for everyone involved. Wait, Dun- we can't, uh, I don't we can't know. tell that she's a zombie, like, just looking at her? I mean, I'm interested to know what zombie rules we're going with here. So then my next page is handwritten on loose leaf. Oh, I got a, I got a couple letters here, y'all. Let's, uh, let's buckle up. April 2005. Dear Pen Pal, how are you? I am fine. Fucking Pen Pals. Let's pause. Did you guys ever have Pen Pals? <laughs> I, I had I, a failed Pen Pal. Yeah, I... I think in fifth grade we were required, and I don't really remember anything happening. So, yeah. In seventh grade for social studies, I had a pen pal, and like we could say, "Hey, where do you want your pen pal to be from?" And I said like Australia, and it it turned out my pen pal (laughs) was from like Indiana, and (laughs) exotic. (laughs) And they never wrote me back, so it was just failed. It was just because they were also hoping from someone from exactly. (laughs) (laughs) There was one kid from Australia, and they got twenty-seven letters. Yeah, yeah. All right, Uh, dear pen pal, how are you? I'm fine. My baptism name what is Samosa Rose Desjardins, but my friends call me Sam. I live with my grandma. I call her Mama. We live in New York, New Orleans, Louisiana. I am in the second grade at Evergreen School. Our class project is to learn about different states. I picked Maine. I got your name and address from the Pen Pal Club. I want to learn about you and about your state of Maine. Is there a hill in Pointy Hill where you are? Please write back and tell me if you will be my Pen Pal. Your new friend, Sam Jardin. Who who wrote this book? Sam. Sam wrote that. Who wrote this? No, book? who wrote the book? 
Ken McMurtry. Oh, that's right. Too many R's. Uh, Too many R's. Uh, May 2005. We're just putting months, too. We're not putting dates. That's too specific. They didn't want to, like, go back and Google what date was what in 2005. Dear Pen Pal, thank you for writing me. I liked learning about the giant crawdads you call lobsters. Also, your famous bean store. The picture of the lobster was kind of scary. Are they red like that when you catch them? How do you eat them? You asked about me. I live with Mama in a small blue house. It is near the French Quarter in our city. We like to take walks down by the Mississippi on Riverwalk. Music is very popular here and famous. Sometimes we get big (laughs) rainstorms. But not snow. I am sending along some alligator jerky for you to try. I mean, I'd eat that. You're what you choice number one. I'd like to choose to eat that jerky. Oh, oh, God. No, thank you. Uh, your friend Sam, what do they sell at the bean store besides beans? Is it this LL is some, beans? This is some real oh, second grade yeah. shit. Okay. Yeah, it kind of is. All right. July 2005. Dear Pen Pal, you asked about New Orleans. Is It is fun living there. There is a streetcar near our house. Mama drinks coffee and eats fried dough for breakfast. I am in for that. I, I want yeah. to eat fried dough. Yeah, the, alligator. yeah, the fried dough is called a beignet. beignet you say yeah, it's right. beignet. Every year there is a big parade called Mardi Gras here. People go a little crazy. The music is nice and loud. Mama won't let me go into stores, <laughs> into some stores here. They sell things like black candles and herbs and potions. She calls them voodoo shops and says I must not visit them. One of the stores is called Seven Wonders of Shop of Voodoo. It is owned by our neighbor Wonder Samadhi. Wonder seems like a nice man, but he has a friend called May who never smiles. She is a teacher at Evergreen. This is a whole lot of background here. <laughs> like Hope Baron Sanity? I guess so. Hope your summer is fun. It's hot and steamy here. Right soon, your friend Sam. P.S. I am sending a picture of myself so you will know what I look like. Please send me a picture of you. There is a tiny computer-generated image of a kid with a mullet. Oh, kind of <laughs> terrifying already. It, yep. <laughs> I'm scared. All right. Oh, now we got a date. August 28th, 2005. There's a big storm, in co- storm coming. I am very scared. The storm is named Katrina. It is a hurricane level five. It is raining hard already. The wind is blowing at 60 miles per hour. And the worst part is Katrina is coming tomorrow. Yikes. I strikes, feel like man. I'm already pissed at this book. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, lots of background. And then are we going like, to use Katrina as a plot device to make zombies? Because I don't know I, if I'm okay with that. I don't know if I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, the mayor went on TV and said New Orleans will be flooded. We are all supposed to leave, but the, si- the city can go to higher ground. But Mama says no. She says that there is not. she's not about to give up everything and walk away. Bad choice, Mama. Instead, we are going over to, oh, good, Wonder Samity's house. Remember him? He has that strange shop. They say wonder is a bokor. Bokor is the word for voodoo priest. Mama says he can cast a spell to protect us. I think we should just leave. I am so frightened. I have to go. Marry the marry the woman who never smiles is here to take us to the voodoo <laughs> ceremony. Pray for us, please. Signed by your friend, Sam. This bitch had time to post a letter. <laughs> In the middle of Katrina wins. And yep. there's a voodoo broad waiting for that. <laughs> And who was collecting the mail during this that it actually got to us? It's the, right. the postal service. It's rain or rain, snow or anything. Snow. Excuse me. So <laughs> They were in a rowboat. They were saving cats and getting them yeah. home. I hope that one of my students is just like, that's Mr. Closter. He's the one who never smiles. That's the only <laughs> way they describe me. <laughs> 
That guy never smiles. We've had, we've had two letters from this girl, and both of them, she's like, my teacher who never smiles. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so now we're several years later. So I guess radio oh. silence after this. So time has elapsed. Uh, chapter one. You are hanging out with your two best friends, Elton and Mina, at your house in Pointy Hill. In, it is autumn term break at Dragonfly School, where you are all in seventh grade. I was wondering about the age, so now that makes sense, because I'm like, second grade is really young for a choose-your-own-adventure. So now we're middle schoolers. The three of you get together every Friday night to watch horror films, sure, but because of vacation, you've moved up Monster Movie Night to Monster Movie Afternoon. On TV, a woman in a vampire costume is introducing the film called Return of the Bride of Frankenstein. Are they watching Elvira? Because that is is middle school me. Just so we're clear. Uh, Is something bugging you? Mina suddenly blurts out, scooping up another handful of buttered popcorn from the bowl between you on the couch. You seem quiet. Well, sort of, you reply. You know that new girl, the one named Rose? And then my favorite gig of all of Choose Your Own Adventure. Turn to the next page at the bottom. As though, like, you fake out, have a choice. Right. Oh, I got a bunch of these in a row. You turn do to the have next a page, choice. Turn to the next page. You could just close the book. I could. You mean the one who looks and acts like a zombie? Elton asks. What do you mean, Elton? Mina laughs. Rose is not a zombie. Want to bet? Elton answers. Her eyes are dark pools of black. She walks around in a trance most of the time, and her skin is really pale. I'm telling you, she's a zombie. Elton might have a point, but that is not what's bothering you. Rose reminds me of someone. I just don't know who. Someone you know, Mina asks. Or some zombie you know, Elton suggests. Mina jabs Elton with her elbow. Sam, you say suddenly. The name is out of your mouth before the thought is even formed in your head. That's it. Sure reminds me of Sam. Sam Desjardins. I have to say it like an asshole. I can't not. My old pen pal from New Orleans in second grade. Like your seventh grade self remembers your second grade pen pal's like full ass name. No. The one who died in Katrina, Elton says, helpfully. I don't know that she died, you reply. I just never heard from her again. I tried writing a bunch of times, and every letter came back marked addressy unknown. The wind outside suddenly gusts, and some leaves snap outside. Elton points outside. Speak of the devil. If you want to ask Rose the zombie if she's really Sam, now's your chance. There she goes. Also, there's no such thing as fall break. School just fucking <laughs> school just fucking started. <laughs> Once again, turning turning just to the next page. Thank you for that helpful hint. You and Mina stand to look. A new girl named Rose passes by Elton's house on a bike. You watch as she rides into the cemetery next door. What is she going to do in the cemetery in this weather? Mina asks. I don't know, but I'm going to follow her and find out. You reply. You head out the front door and your friends follow. Not sure this is such a good idea. Elton says. I don't know why Elton's a bro. Uh, <laughs> Not your bro. Shut up, Elton. <laughs> Mina shouts over the wind. You pass through the old iron gates to the cemetery. It's getting dark, and the storm they have been predicting is about to hit. Dark clouds roll across the sky. Drops of rain begin to splatter. When you come to a fork in the path, it's hard to see any bike tracks. You hear a scraping sound off to the right. If you follow the scraping sound, turn to page seven. If you stay on the main path and go straight ahead, turn to page 35. There is a spooky picture that's very dark of a cemetery. So going, following a scraping sound or staying on the main path, friends? I think we should follow the scraping sound. I agree. Okay, page seven. Yikes, we got more picture here. This looks like people in a cave with flashlights. Oh, is that a graveyard? We in a graveyard? It, It is. Oh, I guess it's not a cave. There's a tree. You're in a graveyard still. Okay. The noise is coming from deep in the graveyard, you say, up near the top of the cemetery. Who would be up there with 
The dark coming and a storm raging, Mina shouts over the wind. Let's not find out, Elton says. Are you afraid? Mina asks. Yes, said Elton. I want to get out of here, he adds. We can't go back now, Mina says. Well, I can, Elton says. I live next door, and besides, I think I suffer from cemetery phobia. Fucking classic Elton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop whining. You're so afraid of cemeteries, so what? You'll miss the fun, Mina snorts. She turns around in your direction, nodding. I'm with you. You forge ahead with Mina right behind you. You notice out of the corner of your eye that Elton sticks with you after all. Mina probably embarrassed him into it, you think. Turn to the next page. I love these choices. I know. There's a lot of good choices so far. Pointy Hill Cemetery is old. A few stone mausoleums stand out like overweight garden sheds in the moonlight. <laughs> the whole cemetery is surrounded by fancy wrought iron fence topped with twisting vines and cherub faces. It has stopped raining. The wind is a whisper now. The crops of gravestones are slick with moisture. You hear it again. A scuffing, scraping sound, followed by a soft plomp. Plomp. P-L-O-M-P. What is it? Elton asks. Beats me. We'll have to get closer, you reply. Elton looks like he doesn't like that idea much. Using maples, willows, and a crumbling tombstone to hide, you edge toward the sound. An owl sits atop a tomb waiting for the night Wait, mice guys, to appear. don't look up plomp. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there is like a sort of a sudden rapid flow as of water is one definition, but there's also an urban dictionary I'm definition. I'm not at all surprised. So <laughs> just saying plomp. plomp. Yep. Yikes stripes. Mm. Um. I don't know, man. We're in a cemetery. The silhouette of the magnificent bird reminds you of the night. The world of night is different. It's secret. It will always be on guard. Look, Mina whispers. Real fucking dramatic. The nearly full moon emerges from behind a cloud. A sudden light reveals a man standing up ahead holding a shovel. His jacket is draped over a headstone while he wipes sweat from his forehead. A large amount of dirt is piled on a tarp besides the open grave. Isn't that Professor Samuels, you ask? It looks like him, Elton says. Turn to page 10 for no reason. Okay. His name might be Ralph Samuels, but all the kids at school call him Professor Gaga. What? Oh my that goodness. Hell? Some kids even call that him that to his face. Professor Gaga is a little out of touch most of the time. You suspect he likes the nickname. Is this pre-Lady Gaga? Like I, don't I just looked up when so Lady Gaga... Career beginnings, 2005 to... So, 2008 was the fame, the fame monster. Okay, so there's no excuse for this. No, there's no excuse for this. No. Great. In class, he's always talking about his laboratory. It's in the attic of his house. He pronounces it laboratory. His nose is always buried in... Oh. His nose is always buried in some book about science or alchemy or the (laughs) X-Files. I feel attacked. <laughs> and I'm offended. <laughs> it is him, Nina says. In science class la- la- oh, in science class la- last week, you say to Elton, you asked about zombies and about Frankenstein and the science behind the reanimation stuff. How far fetched is all that? Remember how Professor Gaga overha- overheard and said it wasn't such a nutty idea? Mina chimes in. That's because of everything we know about genetics and cell regeneration biology, Elton adds. He's correct. There's no way fucking Elton said that. <laughs> <laughs> if I know Elton, he didn't say he's correct. No seventh grader has ever said he's correct in their life. Whoa, hey, back up a minute. <laughs> Nerd. Or yeah. cell generation regeneration. Yeah, what in the fuck? Genetics I, and cell. Yeah. 
don't think okay. they talked about that. No. Elton reminds you a little of Gaga sometimes, but you keep that thought to what yourself for now. What the fuck is happening? Elton <laughs> reminds me of Gaga? Is this a joke? Like, is he, is this what is whole book is I don't know. I We still haven't had a choice in like forever. You don't <laughs> think he's ellipsis. Before you can finish your sentence, the professor drops out of sight. He has jumped in the grave. A moment later, a crowbar flies out of the hole. The professor, grunting with a load, pushes a very large rolled-up rug into the grass. Climbing out himself, the professor brushes dirt from his clothes. He pulls up a small wooden ladder from the grave and begins to fill the hole. There's a grave-robbing picture for you. Awesome. Nice. Okay. Awesome. It's very dark charcoals. I will post these. This definitely looks like a seventh grader drew it. Turn to page 12. <laughs> can do. Oh, you get it. Don't worry. You get a choice soon. All right, cool. Oh, my God. He's stealing a body, Mina says. That's sure what it looks like, you say. Oh, I thought he was a sicko, Elton adds. After the hole is filled and the sad replaced, the professor drags the heavy rug, why are we calling it a rug if we think it's a body, to the back of the Volvo station wagon. With some difficulty, he manages to get the bundle into the back. Quickly, he loads the rest of the equipment, the shovel, the ladder, and the tarp. He grabs his jacket and gets in the car. He clearly wants to avoid detection. Next, he lets the brake off so we can coast silently down the hill and out of the cemetery exit. You creep from your hiding spot and approach the newly filled grave, just as you thought. Look, Mina, you say, that's <laughs> Mr. Angel's grave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a woodshop teacher, Elton cries, horrified. What on earth is Gaga going to do with a dead woodshop teacher? I have no idea, but we need to do something. I'm, uh, I feel like a little ashamed right now. This book came out of the library that I am essentially <laughs> a librarian at. Like, uh... Oh, man. All right, here's our choices. You know where Professor Gaga lives. If you decide to go to his house and find out what he's up to, go to the next page. If you decide to look for Gaga at Dragonfly School, where he has been known to work on experiments late at night, turn to page 56. What in the fuck? It, this is too weird. What? If you decide to, it's time to call in the Marines and seek outside help, turn to page 43. I'm in seventh grade, right? You're in seventh so first grade. First of all, I'm in seventh grade and I know, A, where this this Professor Gaga lives. And you right? know he has a laboratory. <laughs> I know that he works late on science experiments at my school. Which, why, why? does he have a laboratory at home then? Plot holes. And I also somehow have the power to call in the Marines. Wait, and also the body that was dung up was our was our shop our teacher, shop our teacher. former shop teacher. I, like, Maybe and we I, should just call the police. I'm doing this whole backstory of like Mr. Gaga and Mr. Angel were in love, and now he's going to try to reanimate him, a la the Mummy. Like this is where I'm going. I mean, that sounds better than like. <laughs> than- also, weren't we chasing a girl we think is a zombie? Like, how the fuck did we get here? Yeah, I'm really confused about this story. Yeah, okay. I can't like out the window. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe she went the other way. <laughs> well, what do you want to do? Do you want to do... Uh, so go, go to, to the house, house go, go to, to the school, or call and help. Does it literally go. say the Marines? It really says the Marines. So as a seventh... I'm still stuck on this idea that as a seventh grader, I'm going to pick up the phone and dial, like... The Marines. So you're going to Google, the yeah, the Marines. The Marines. The Marines. What the, why do the Marines give a shit about a small town teacher digging up a grave? Also, can we stop calling it a rug? Like, he would have been in a goddamn casket. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to go somewhere. I, re- I recall from the previous episode when we called someone 
like that got us in worse. No one believed us. Mm. Usually, if you're a kid, yeah, adults aren't gonna. The Marines are gonna be like, "You, why are you prank phone calling us?" And then like, also, you know, you're landlocked in the middle of Maine, so I don't know why <laughs> you're not. La- I mean, maybe you're near the water, but <laughs> I got what? yeah. What in the all fuck? right? I, I will go go to school. To his, okay, his, I was thinking his, the- his work laboratory. <laughs> I was thinking of school too. I don't want to be showing up at any teacher's house. Nope. Especially. Yeah, your way. The school's your turf, right? All right. So we're going to page fifty-six. Let's see. Let's go check school first. You decide. Gaga works sometimes works in the lab there, and it's on the way to his house, right? What in the fuck? I don't know why they know where this guy lives. When you get to Dragonfly, the science lab is on the third floor. On the third floor is dark. There's no sign of Gaga's Volvo in the parking lot. Let's check his house. Mina says. I know where it is. I babysit the Carter kids three doors down. After you, you say, Mina takes you and Elton on a couple of shortcuts yeah, wait, wait, to Wayland Wait, 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 back up. Wait, but, wait. So the choice so of you lost your choice. house, yep. it was no choice at all. It was totally Correct. an illusion. They were just like, oh, let's go to his, it's on the way to his house. We'll just go there anyway. Yeah. I wanted to see the laboratory, labator- the lab. <laughs> <laughs> Good recovery. <laughs> Every time I say laboratory, I just think of young Frankenstein. Like. That's what I'm thinking of, too. <laughs> yes. I wanted there to be, like, one in, like, the bellies of the basement of the school. Yeah. And, like, the, you know, like, lightning, thunder. Yeah. Crash, or like the, all part, the part in um, Hocus Pocus where they go to the school. Yeah. Like, and they. Yeah. They going in the school the... at night is fun. They burn them yeah. in the kiln, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently this was a fa- fake out choice because. No choice at all. You're going to continue If you choose going. Marines, it's just like, oh, you decided to go to his house on the way to the Marines. <laughs> <laughs> My first thought in life has literally never been, let's get the Marines in on this. But maybe yeah. the Air Force. <laughs> All righty. Um, after you, you say, Mina takes you and Elton on a couple of shortcuts to Wayland Road. Just as you turn the corner onto Gaga Street, there's a loud bang, followed by glass exploding. Lights come out in houses up and down Wayland Road. But the house was... With a dented Volvo wagon in front is curiously quiet. Plus, it has smoke pouring from the top floor windows. Gaga's place, you ask Mina? She nods. Looks like his experiment went wrong, Mina says flatly. People still have electricity, Elton says. Look, everyone is standing out in the yards. Cool. Wow, Mina points. Mrs. Yacker remembered to put on her robe but forgot her teeth. Outstanding. Go to the next page. Okay. In the distance, you hear a siren. It's the Marines. Uh, and then the sound of <laughs> horns as big fire trucks approach. Come on, you say it's now or never. What? Where are you going? Are you crazy? Mina asks, running after you as you duck into the neighbor's yard, run across the back lawn, and yank open Gaga's kitchen door. This is the only way we'll find out what happened to Mr. Angel, you cry. You run inside and follow the smell upstairs. Gross! Gaga's upstairs home lab is nothing but a charred box with wet burnt paper peeling from the walls. He sits on a chair in the middle of it all. His face is blackened with soot and his hair stands on end. I survived the explosion, he says. My bob-proof total immortality formula works. I'm alive. I have defied death, won the big chess game, defeated the Grim Reaper. Won the big chess game? That's what I I always say. I God, I'm reading it (laughs) verbatim. How did this person pass an interview to become a teacher at a school? Lord. When, when I hear somebody die, I'm like, well, they lost the big chess game. Lost That's the big chess like... game. <laughs> chess game called life. That's true. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, but are you okay, you ask? Where's Mr. Angel, Mina asks, but Gaga ignores her question. I'm better than okay, Professor shouts. I'm immortal. My formula will make death a thing of the past. Turn to the next page. Just stay calm, Professor, you say. The fire and police people are, will be here. Police people. The fire and police people are here and an ambulance is on the way. <laughs> you can hear someone out front with a megaphone. No need for an ambulance, Professor Gaga announces grandly. He stands up but has trouble keeping balance. Why don't you sit back down, Professor, you suggest in your most calming voice. You don't believe me? The professor's voice sounds tight in his throat. Sure, sure I do, you say. We all do. Mina, Elton, and me. The professor is not convinced. He picks up a small brown wooden box with a red handle on the side. Mr. Angel made this box for me, he says. It's pine with a cedar lining. I call it Pandora. It makes very loud noise when you press the little handle. Look around. You can see the results. Just be calm, you say. Don't do anything. Why don't you give me the nice box? You reach your hand forward slowly. Kaboom! Unfortunately for you, Mina and Elton, Gaga's bomb-proof total immortality formula still needs a bit of work. Too bad, motherfuckers! Yoden! Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? We had, what, two choices and one was not even a choice? What the fuck? What You're the dead. <laughs> Wait, so I, I'm still confused as to what the, the box was. It was, a, was the that? shop it's teacher made him a bomb box. Oh what kind God. of teachers are these? I, what happened to Rose? Yeah, where was the pen pal thing? That was just the setup? We didn't even get, I read six fucking pen pal letters. And you guys got blown up. <laughs> in the teacher's attic. Wait, wait, wait. What was the first choice we made? The, the very first thing we decided to do? I think the first do... choice you made was to go... It On the path, the, right? The yeah. Settling sound. Or the sound. The sound. So we yeah, can go to the path or the sound. So if you want to roll it back to there, we'll see what takes us the other. No, no. I want to roll it back to the Marines because we did the... <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to die that way too? Well, they're definitely not going to believe you. All right. Let's see. Uh, this is too weird. If you decide it's time to call in the Marines, that what you, that's what you want to do? Yeah. Well, right, the, to... Wait, wait, wait. What what happens if you decide just – does it go to the same page that we would have ended up on if we decided um, to go to his house on, first? I can tell you. Because we were like – we went to the school um, and they're like, nah, forget it. Go home, go to the – you no. have to go there. Well, it definitely just goes to his house. You You go in and have some other adventure if you oh. go into the house. If you decide to get out of there, yeah, you get to either decide to do something there or go. I don't know, Lindsay. I'm ready again. for the Marines. You, if you're, I, I you mean, know what? we, we got already blown died. Up. Yeah, right? we got faked out. We didn't get to go to school. I didn't get to see the like awesome <laughs> lab, and then we got fucking blown up. You by sure a, did. <laughs> our dead wood shop. Like, where did the body go? Like, we we followed him because he had a body, and all of a sudden we get blown up by some jack in the box. You and... fucking grave robbed another teacher. Like, what in the hell? Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, I still like the idea that they were lovers because yeah, and that's where I'm going with. Because he made him the box. But yeah, let's go with the Marines because All right, let's that. see. So turn to page 43. Oh, no. Okay, let's start by examining the facts. Our science teacher is a grave robber, Elton says. The question is, why would anyone want the body of our shop teacher, Mr. Angel? I know why somebody would want the body of the uh, I mean, people rob graves for valuables or artifacts or experiments, Elton states. 
that's it, you say, snapping your fingers. You really it get all into makes the character sense. Of <laughs> I don't know why I think he's a dummy, but it all makes sense. <laughs> this must be one of the Professor Gaga's wacko experiments. What can we do, Mina says. They're really just calling him Gaga this whole time. Uh, we have to call for help, Elton says. Turn to the next page. No one will believe three kids who call in a, to report a grave robbing, Mina says. The police will just think it's a prank. We'll so first of all, it said Marines, and now we're talking about police, so that's cute. Mm -hmm. We'll just have to stop our, stop them ourselves. It's the same then, thing, say. right? Mina looks up at the moon in the sky. You know this is a full moon, is also known as the wolf's moon. In my moon calendar, it's also called the moon of tragedy, but we're not superstitious. Ignoring Mina, Elton says, do you think you might take Mr. Angel's body back to Dragonfly? So literally you picked to call the cops and they discussed it and decided against it. Are we gonna get blown up again? I don't know. You now do you think he might take them back to Dragonfly? So and then it says go to the next page. If he's planning if he's planning some experiment, he has a fully equipped lab there, you reply, and no one will be around in the middle of the night. Sounds logical, Elton says. Nina rolls her eyes. Thank you, Spock. <laughs> Also a deep cut for a 2010 middle schooler, but right. uh, the, <laughs> the shortcut to the school is through the pine woods at the east of the cemetery. When you get there, a light is on in the windows of the science room. Oh, Lindsay, it's going to happen. So He's if we chose the cops, we would have got to the school? This makes no fucking sense. It's, it's not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's here, all right, Elton says. You mean they're here, Mina corrects. Look. I just imagine it's Scooby-Doo. Uh, a figure emerges from the shadow of the science wing. In the bright wolf moon, you can clearly see it's Mr. Angel, looking pale, walking stiff-legged with clots of dirt dropping from his new burial garb. It looks just like him, but it can't be Mr. Angel, Mina says. I just don't believe it. It's Mr. Angel, all right, Elton says. Look, he's missing half his left hand. Remember, he lost it while teaching his mom? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, good. It's Mr. Angel, all right, Elton says. Look, he's missing half his left hand. Remember, he lost it while teaching us how to make bird feeders? The table saw accident, <laughs> Mina says. So uh, I will say that this is a stereotype, right? That the wood shop teacher is missing part of his hand. But in middle school, my shop teacher actually was missing some fingers. So why? Yeah, why I mean. Hand stubs, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, totally. 100%. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. I think my middle school teacher was missing part of his, was definitely missing his patience with middle school kids. <laughs> he nearly died that time, you say. I thought that was what killed him. So he no, was dead. He, he survived to, to die another day. Wow. What Don't is school? He got better. So he was dead this time, but now he's alive? Mina looks upset. Just upset. No big. No, now he's a zombie woodshop teacher, Elton says. That's different than just plain dead, the scholar. <laughs> Mr. Angel has reached Professor Gaga's old Volvo station wagon. He hits his head twice on the doorframe before he manages to get inside the boxy car. The engine turns over and the lights come on. Behind the wheel, Mr. Angel concentrates on staring straight ahead while using his good right hand to maneuver the vehicle. As he steers the car toward the exit, a man and woman run into the parking lot, waving their arms. Stop! Stop, Adam! Please, stop! Mr. Angel's first name is Adam? Elton says. It looks like their experiment is out of control, you say. That's Mary Brown, Mina says, shocked. Now our gym teacher is in on it? Hold the fuck up. 
Is Mary the same teacher <laughs> that never smiles from the fucking beginning? What the fuck? No, it can't be. She was in New Orleans. That was New Orleans. She was picking him up to bring him to the voodoo place. Yeah, but I'm just saying, Mary, the teacher who never smiles. All right, go to the next page. (laughs) Jesus Christ, no choices for you. God. This is what happens when you try to call the Marines. Wait, wait, wait. So our zombie shop teacher who's missing his left hand is now driving the car. Yes. Yes. But he hit hit his head a couple times, so that's clearly still a zombie, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, I haven't seen okay. a zombie drive the car. Yeah, I haven't and seen Mar- zombies and- use complex tools. Yeah, <laughs> Mary, right. the gym teacher is. So the gym teacher's in on it too. Chasing okay. him. See, She's now this is him. what this is what kids always suspect is that the teachers are all up to some shit when no one's right. around. <laughs> What they're really doing is getting drunk and reading Choose Your Own Adventure stories on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The car has turned around. Mr. Angel is now heading toward your hiding spot in the trees, probably because he can't drive because he's a zombie. You step out from behind a tall spruce and wave your arms, signaling for Mr. Angel to stop. Poor choice. In the distance, Mary and Professor Gaga. He's a zombie. What the fuck are we doing? I didn't make that choice. I just want to be clear. I feel forced into these choices right now. I'm like, oh, good choice. Jump in front of the car. In the distance, Mary and Professor Gaga (laughs) spot you and turn in your direction. Mr. Angel breaks and because he can't roll the window down without a hand, what? Pounds on it instead. (laughs) That's a good start. He's having trouble shifting, too. Like, are you telling me this is still a crank window? All right. Fine. Fine. That's not the most unbelievable thing so far. So uh, when the side window breaks, he tries to smile, but his face is a little crooked and some dirt clings to his chin. His right eye keeps blinking like a malfunctioning shutter. Ha. (laughs) He says, what do you think ha means? Elton says. I think he's trying to say hi, Mina says. Where are you going, Mr. Angel? You ask. Can you tell us where you're going? Bah, he says. Bah. <laughs> um, does that mean home? Who is he now? E.T.? Elton asks. Again, dated ass reference for 2010 <laughs> middle school kid. 1982. Jesus Christ. Mr. Angel waves his left stump hand. One really doubling down on this stump hand. Yes. One more time. True and accelerates over the divider and onto Sunny Way. The car turns west toward the big highway and leads out of town. Driving away into the darkness, the Volvo taillights become two fading red beacons. He wants to go home, wherever that it is, poor guy, Mina sniffs. Shouldn't we chase him, Elton asks? Turn to the next page. We're just going to run after this car that's already in the distance. Also, where are those other fucking teachers? You point in the what? direction Yeah, what of happened Mary- to the gym teacher? Yeah, we're getting to him. You point in the direction of Mary Brown and Professor Gaga, who are getting closer. We are about to have other things to worry about. Man, I really hate wolf moon nights, Mina says. Me too. I say we chase Angel. Elton agrees. If you go after Mr. Angel to stop him, turn to page 41. If you decide to confront press Professor Gaga and Mary Brown, turn to page 50. Those are both horrible decisions. <laughs> True. Run is what you... <laughs> so we chase our dead woodshop teacher in the car that's, again, in the distance. Or we confront our two other teachers who clearly... Just reanimated a corpse. Reanimated. Grave like... robbed. <laughs> yeah, and but... So- we, he was driving by, and the zombie guy talked to us, right? Did I get... Did, he yeah. was like... Didn't you hear my acting? I did, yeah. He hit the brake, and then... 
said hi to us, and now he's heading home, which I'm assuming is not far. We from probably us. know where he lives, though, too. Well, we know we, where everyone lives. We know seems. where all the teachers <laughs> lived. <laughs> were you were you blown up? Where's the pen pal? I still am just right. Like, yeah, we've missed that entirely. Okay, you know what? I still want to see the lab. So I say we confront the other two. Okay, good. That's what I want to say, too. Okay. So turn to page 50. Okay. <laughs> Mary Brown shouts at the three of you as she barrels forward. Stop right there! What are you doing here? As usual, she is wearing simple, practical, dark clothing over her enormous body. I don't uh, like that. Okay. Her legs are... Nope. I don't like this. Her legs are as round as telephone poles with bread box sized shoes attached. We're observing the wolf moon in action, Mina replies. Sure you are, Mary Brown sneers. Ralph, where should we put him? Ralph Gaga. How about is was isn't that oh, yeah, weird when you're little Sorry, and you I, like you learn their first teachers' first names is always like a weird vibe. You know what I was thinking about? I don't think it's as weird anymore for kids because like for instance, all my kids know my first name from the moment they're in my class because they're in Google Classroom, and it right, just shows. Right. Like it's not as weird anymore. Well, it's like, and it's, it's like always on your name the, tag and stuff. Exactly, but like yeah. back in the day, you used to a think teachers lived at school and slept there, and b that they did not have their first name was Mister <laughs> or Miss. Yeah. Wait, are we also calling our gym teacher by her first name? Like, it was never Mrs. or Miss anything. It was always just yeah. She's Mary. getting she's getting Mary Brown. She gets a whole name for some reason, right. which is. A weird vibe. But right now, I feel. Did you describe her? A whole, I think we just have a description of her legs. Right now, in my head, she's just floating legs. Is that all that? I'm a su- simple, practical, dark clothing over an enormous. Right, but body. there was special attention to the legs. There was special attention. Right? Okay. Yeah, which maybe means she's going to kick you apart. So watch out. Well, I can picture as those like really stilty guys from the Beatles things, like you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably what she is. Um. That's how she got hired, because it's very, very athletic. <laughs> uh-huh. um, how about the cages in my lab at home? Professor Gaga replies, panting oh, from the run. The question is, what do we do with them? Mary looks surprised and snaps. For a scientific genius, you sure can be a real bird brain. We'll remove their souls, of course, and add them to my collection. What? Okay. Go to the next page. Cool. You mean we'll be able to control them like... The others, Professor Gaga says. The others. I just imagine the uh, the the Scooby Gang going yipes. Now you're catching on, Mary Brown states. Zoinks, I think it's zoinks. Yeah, (laughs) I already have your little friend Rose's soul. She adds, looking directly at you. I am her master. Are we just standing here taking this? We're not going to. Yeah, you are. You're just listening to this fucking story. (laughs) They haven't even captured us yet. We're just. (laughs) You're just standing there like assholes. Elton would have punched somebody and run by now, but no. Before you can finish your sentence, Mary Brown has sprayed you with a potion. I thought it was fabric softener, you whispered before passing out. What? (laughs) You awaken in Gaga's lab, or at least that's where you think you are. It's dark outside. You are locked in a metal cage. Looking around, you see Mina and Elton. They are still unconscious. The sound of voices drift up the stairs. Where do you keep the souls? You hear Professor Gaga ask. In my gym locker at school. I keep them in a red plaid thermos bottle, says Mary Brown. Why is she Mary Brown? No one would think to look at a thermos. <laughs> All of them? Gaga queries, I just want you to see the truly horrific face. I don't know if you can. 
how well is you it can a mustache? see them. Yeah, like why? It's like you... holding a coke spoon. I don't. Uh, are those apropos, her lips? Is that a girl? It's it's mouth. Apropos of nothing, the 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 proportions are ho- truly horrifying. I will post this terrifying picture. All of them Gaga queries. Turn to page fifty three. Again, you've made like one and a half I, choices this entire right. time. <laughs> and they weren't even real choices. Correct. <laughs> 38, last count, Mary Brown replies with satisfaction. Although these days I need to keep their names on a list to keep track. With my memory, it's all I can do to control one or two zombies at a time. Tomorrow we'll expect the three new souls that are in the lab, Professor Gaga says. I can't wait to see how it's done. At first light, Mary Brown says. Like love, Professor Gaga says. No, that's love at first sight, Mary Brown sighs. What the fuck is fucking happening? You're listening yeah, to their, like, uh, dumb adult banter. It's, they're yeah. flirting, right? <sighs> I don't know. They're in love. Why does the gym teacher need souls? Like, why does she need... She's, she's possessing zombies. And I would like to say that my theory was correct because she definitely told her that she took her friend. So... What was your theory? That this is Mary Brown from... Louisiana. So oh, well, that, that doesn't this is... mean your theory is correct. Oh, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> so, She's the voodoo master from New that's, Orleans. That's that never smiled. We relocated um, to Maine. Yeah, I was looking right, forward to more does. of Samity. We didn't even. Samity was just like, oh, we stayed at that guy's house at one time. Right. Well, she, she he's the number one soul. What was the point of Katrina and literally the no letters? Idea. And... Yeah, we haven't met that bitch at all. Um, hey, everybody, wake up. This is our chance, you cry. We have to get out of here and collect some souls. Mina and Alan Elton rouse slowly. What are you talking about? Where are we? My headaches. We're at Gaga's lab. I heard them discussing Mary Brown's zombie collection. She keeps the zombie souls in a plaid thermos in her gym locker. You report. She has 38 of them, and I bet Rose is one. How are we going to get out of here, Elton says, rattling his cage. I have a skeleton key, Mina offers, pulling it off a ribbon around her neck. What? <laughs> and since when does that open anything anymore? Whoa, what is... Oh, my gosh. Close-up picture of the skeleton key. Why do you carry a skeleton key? Turn to the next page. For the same reason you keep a yo-yo under your bed. Emergencies. What? <laughs> What is happening? I'm trying not to imagine what sort of emergencies a yo-yo under All your bed sense of solves. reason has fled. Like, I cannot. <laughs> I don't even know which question to ask for. <laughs> no. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. You try the key to the lock to your cage. With a little work and some twisting, there is a loud click and the door swings open. Sure, fine. You open the other cages, releasing your friends. Now we have to get out of here to get that Thermos of Souls before they do. Thermos of Souls is the name of my next album. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Skeleton key around my neck. That's your title track. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. For emergencies. (laughs) Yo-yo under my bed. What the fuck? All right. I think we're too late, Mina says. They're pulled. They just pulled in, but they don't have the plant thermos out and says, peering over Mina's shoulder. It looks like Chinese takeout. The three of you tiptoe down the (laughs) The three of you tiptoe down the stairs and listen at the door. Smells like Chinese takeout, Elton says. Makes me hungry. How can you think of food at a time like this? Mina snaps. First of all, don't judge me. And there is always time to think about food. (laughs) All right. There's a rattle of utensils as the table set. 
Dishes clang. Someone puts on some Frank Sinatra and cranks it. Now is our chance. Come on, you say. You quietly open the door to the lab, cross the living room, and slip out into Gaga's yard unseen. Frank Sinatra's voice floats into the yard. Smooth as butter. Gross. Does it literally say smooth as butter? I just promise. Add that? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wow. did it my way. <laughs> it says it I don't know if I... It says smooth as butter on the page right there. Holy shit. <laughs> Paul just made me show him the page, everybody. <laughs> Giving me a lot of credit. Let's go get the souls, Mina says. Mary mentioned keeping a list. I'm sure she keeps it with the souls in her gym locker. Sure, fine. After all, she's a gym teacher. What? <laughs> At Dragonfly School, you find Mary Brown's locker. There's a picture of a large fire-breathing dragon on its door with the school cheer, Go Dragons, painted in all caps. Sure enough, the plaid thermos is there. Let's get out of here, you say, sticking the thermos under your arm before we're caught. Wait, Mina says. She pulls off an envelope taped to the locker ceiling and opens it. Could this be her list of soul donors? It has 38 names. I would say yes, you reply. Mina quickly scans and counts. It does. Rose is one of them. So now they have a, a canister full of souls. What in the fuck? You decide, if you decide to find Rose, who might really be Sam, to see if she knows how to get her soul back from the thermos, turn to page 66. If you decide to return to Elton's house to figure out your next move, turn to page 61. I feel like we got to go find Rose. Yeah, I agree. I mean, she's the title character. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean. Although I'm kind of kind of want Beth to embody Elton at his house a little bit more. (laughs) And Mr. and Mrs. Elton. That is true. That is true. But I agree, we have to find Rose. All right, so here we go. Knowing our luck, we're gonna get blown up again or like dismembered. But you're gonna end up at Elton's house anyway. So yeah. Right. 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 Oh, it turns out Rose is at Elton's house. (laughs) Just having dinner with his folks, like it's nothing. Jesus Christ. All right. I think we should get Rose's soul back to her first, you say. Let's head to my house and try calling her. Sure. Sure. All right. What? Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Are we actually literally going to Elton's house to call her? Or are we going to our house? I missed it. Your house. Okay, well, cool. So, yeah. How so are it's we not, calling okay. her if her soul has already been stolen? Wouldn't she be a- Literally, their plan is to ask the zombie if she knows how to get her soul back. Right. Yep. The last zombie we talked to. On the phone. <laughs> maybe you're maybe you're in luck because maybe I'll get to make more zombie noises. I mean, I'm all here for that too. Holy so. shit! Mina and Alton agree, so you set off. As you approach your house, you are surprised by the sight of Rose herself sitting quietly on your front porch. She stands up as you approach. A little too convenient, I think. Uh, I know you don't know me well, but I have been sent here to find you, someone who is trying to. To help me, said I would be safe here with you, Rose said. One question first. Are you really Samosa Desjardins, my old pen pal from New Orleans, the one everyone knows, the one everybody called Sam, you blurt out? Rose knits her brow in deep worry. I think I am. Yes, people used to call me Sam. When I was little, until Mad Mary took me away. Fucking told you. I just know that I need help, whoever I am. Mad Mary, you mean Mary Brown, our gym teacher. Is Mad Mary from your letters? You cry? Oh, Jesus. She called it, Paul. She did. Insufferable. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just then a car turns on your street. Rose, or Sam, suddenly looks terrified. Who is that? She cries. Come inside, you say quickly, opening your front door. Turn to the next page. Now, because I can see this and you can't, I just want to show you the picture on the next page. Nice. Okay. That's... It looks like a brain on a cutting board. 
With a fork. With a fork. With a fork. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just okay. Right in the top. All right. Okay, great. The four of you hustle inside and lock the door. Luckily, your parents are out to dinner. And your mom has left two large pepperoni and mushroom pizzas with a note that says, in case you brought the, the gang back with you. Now, literally, no one's ever had parents that cool. Um, <laughs> are you hungry, Sam, you ask? She glances around nervously as the car passes by. Yes, but do you have any raw meat? You really are a zombie, Elton says in wonder. Sam nods. Fresh brains are almost impossible to find. That's what zombies really need. But raw meat keeps me from starving. How about getting your soul back first, Mina suggests. My soul, Sam asks. She slumps down. Mad Mary has it. Not anymore, you announce, pulling out the plaid thermos out of your backpack. Sam's eyes bulge. Where did you get that? She reaches her hands toward it. Watch out, you weren't. According to Mary Brown, there are 38 souls in here. Sam carefully unscrews the lid of the thermos, takes a sniff. Then she hands it back. Turn to page 69. All I can think about is these idiots opening the soul and then the scene from Ghostbusters happening where all yep. that shit comes yep. out. And that yep. song, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, everybody. Go back to that episode. I do love that song. <laughs> I believe in magic, magic. All right. I cannot take my own soul back, she says. Someone else has to give it to me. You measure out a dose for Sam. What in the fuck? This all just soul soup in here? Is that what you're yep. telling me? Yep. You she's going to get a part get... of Mr. Angel. She's going right. to get a part of yep. that weirdo from around the corner. Like, what in the fuck? This is messy. It's messy. Um, you measure out a dose for Sam. I guess you just drink it, you say. I'm not sure. That makes sense to me, says Elton. <laughs> me too, Mina adds. She takes a small glass from your hand and drinks. She wrinkles her nose. What does it taste like? Elton asks. Cabbage juice, she says. It tastes awful. Drink the rest, Mina urges. Sam takes the glass, holds her nose, and drains the rest of the liquid. Yuck, she says with a shiver. Do you feel is any different? Soul juice? What the fuck is happening? They are that? drinking soul juice. Oh, that tastes like cabbage. Yeah. Jesus, everyone knows. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Uh, Sam's eyes are closed as you watch beginning of at her feet her skin turn begins to turn robin's egg blue the color suffuses her body and just as quickly she becomes bright as liquid gold before returning to her normal skin color what a show Elton says way to go rainbow girl now I called wow. that voice right at the beginning right yeah you did uh, she has a big smile on her face you have saved my soul I'm human again Nice to meet you, Sam, you say. Nice to meet you, too, she says, smiling. The end. Oh, my God. So, wait, nothing? That's the end? Nothing. Wait. There's, there's got us. We just got this whole thermos of, other, like, 37 other doses of people. I feel to... like you solved the adventure because you saved your zombie pen pal. But now you've got you've got it like I feel like this is the beginning of a gritty crime procedural where you're like now you have to track down the other thirty seven people. And how do and we stop them from stealing? Yeah, souls? I mean, well, she doesn't have her thermos anymore. What's she wow. gonna do? I mean, yeah, you you won. I mean, you got blowed up like right away. But <laughs> we did. We did. That was. But that was... you, yeah, holy shit! But you, um. Here's a little here's a little picture for you of Ken McMurtry. Oh, Ken. Ken. That, that's he, he didn't needs... really let us have our choices. It's true. When not imagining exciting adventures, 
Ken likes to cook, watch sporting events, exercise doesn't look like it, Ken, and take power naps. Wow. He lives with his wife, Polly, and their two lovely goat girls, Phoebe and Persephone. Really? So there's that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this, the, the promising part, the, the, the upside of this entire adventure that we just went through is this should be a lesson to anyone. Writing is not out of the realm of possibility. Anyone can get published. If, if, if Mr. McMurtry can get this shit published... Yeah. There's hope for everyone. And the being an bad, illustrator. The bad manuscript that you have at the bottom of a drawer somewhere. It's, what the fuck holy is this shit. <laughs> That is disturbing. No. Anyone. I don't understand the lips. Are the lips supposed to look like that? She looks like she got stung by like several like, bees. It's, the eyes are dead. I mean, there's no yeah. facial purport. This is horrifying. I'm just like, where's her nose? Like it kind of starts, but it never the like whole ends. Thing. This is, but this looks like a bitch drinking it out the thermos. I don't understand. This is so bad. I have so many questions. Like, yeah. So she you can was... keep that one, Beth. Okay, yo, you're not gonna keep this in your collection. <laughs> uh, no, don't think so. Wow. I just have so many questions. I know. Yeah, I'm glad we saved. Sam. I'll put it in your mailbox, Lindsay. Oh, great, thanks. <laughs> I'll be going through all the pages. Like, what's... Yep, yep. I'm just... I'm still really concerned about the school and how the hiring process of these teachers. You got a dead shop teacher. Where'd he go? We should have right. gone. He just drove he just, off. He drove off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah, he did. You... See, now you have to go find him and give him back some soul juice. How are we going to find him? He's a car. We got nothing. We know where he lives. We know where all the yeah, obviously live. we know where everyone lives. Apparently, holy shit! Oh my gosh, how did they get from New Orleans to Maine during Hurricane Katrina? Yeah, I, and I, I had it. a job at the school and There's happened so, to be yeah. at the same. Brought that zombie girl with her. Like what in the fuck? And she also would have been turned into a zombie when she was in second grade, but clearly she looks like a seventh grader. Oh, no. totally good point. That's a huge <laughs> point. <laughs> so, like, I yeah. guess the aging process. I don't think you age. Um, at the beginning of the book, we get quotes, uh, reviews, if you will, from made-up children. I'm oh, assuming. I love these. Yeah, we had these in the last Choose Your Adventure. Yeah. Kids, kids love reading Choose Your Own Adventure. Trademark exclamation point. Mm-hmm. These books make you feel like you are making the life risking decisions. Nope. Definitely not. <laughs> nope. I didn't make any choices. Not Fucking really Kenny McMurtry making all the choices over. as they write the book. Matthew Fiaschetti, age 10. Whenever I open up a choose your own adventure, I'm ready for new friends. And I'm always excited for a new adventure. Seneca Whittingham, age 10. Oh, yeah. She made it. Yeah. Uh, I like these books because you can choose where you want to go. Nope. You can't. And sometimes <laughs> there are funny parts. And sometimes there are scary parts. Chip, age 8. No, also no. <laughs> I love these books because some are haunted and some are not. There are a bunch of adventures and there are a bunch of different <laughs> endings. That is what I like about Choose Your Own Adventure. Maddie Riley, age eight. I like some books because they're good, but also not. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, wow. Professor Gaga, man. Yeah, I was, yeah. 
Is this is it Kenny McMurtry who wrote this again? What's his first fucking Kenny, name? Kenny. Ken. Yep. Kenny. Ken. Oh man. Good old good old Ken. Oh my gosh. Did he I wanna see if he wrote anything else? I totally thought we were gonna be writing to a zombie and Right. Yeah, what happened and, to the pen pal thing? Uh, um, well if you would have nope. followed her initially that first choice you made it looks like you then see her and you see her grave which also makes no fucking sense because she would have died in louisiana (laughs) and then you know sends us into i don't know a whole investigation of noises which then i think we go back to the investigation of the noise yes which would have just brought us back to where we were okay yep so oh you guys Ken McMurtry wrote, this is the only Choose Your Own Adventure branded book he wrote, but he wrote at least two Choose Your Own Nightmare books, which is apparently a different Some are haunted and some are not. (laughs) (laughs) He he wrote, Beware the Snake's Venom and Risk Your Life Arcade. Ooh. That one sounds... There's also the the Goosebumps, Give Yourself Goosebumps ones. I... Those that would be fun to do one of those probably because the goosebumps are uh, pretty fucking terrible. Well, so we're kind of out of time, but I did have a couple of things. I wasn't sure how long it was going to take us or if we were going to just keep playing after we died. Well, so I mean, I, just... I read an entire novel to you. So. Right, like we didn't really choose anything. Um, I did have another more modern one. I was going to offer us to play sometime. We could play the Oregon Trail. Choose oh, your own adventure. I was going to say, do you know about the Oregon Trail? Choose your own adventure. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I pulled yeah. it up. Gotta do that um, sometime. But but here's here's a little game I have for you. Now this is this is the moment where our our podcast is marked explicit. But <laughs> uh, this is the time to turn it off if you have like uh, children around you, even if you don't mind swearing. Uh, because <laughs> does does uh, does anybody either of you know who Chuck Tingle is? Yep. <laughs> you know who Chuck Tingle is? Lizzie? I've heard of it. I don't think so. So Chuck Tingle, first of all, Chuck Tingle is a two-time Hugo Award finalist. And the reason I bring him up is because he has a series, Select Your Own Timeline, uh, that you can can buy. But he mostly writes gay porn, right? He does absolutely mostly write gay porn. Um, Which is uh, why. And so I was going to offer us that we could have tried a Select Your Own Timeline adventure from Chuck Tingle. Uh, there are f- at least four of them. They don't look like gay porn, but here's here's a game I have for you. Ready for this? I'm going to read a title of a book. Great. You're going to tell me, is it a real Chuck Tingle title or is it a made up title? Okay, great. You guys ready for this? Okay. Here's your first title. Trans wizard Harriet Porber and the bad boy Parasaurolophus. <laughs> real or not real? Real Chuck Tingle novel or not real? Trans wizard. Trans Harriet wizard Harriet Porbert, Porber. Porber. And the bad boy Parasaurolophus. And the bad boy. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to say real. I, I'm i going with my gut. Yeah, sure. Sure. Why the that, fuck that not? Is, that is a real, that is a real <laughs> Chuck yeah. Tingle book. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Here, you ready for the next one? Yes. Totally. Yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> I've never been able to do this. Shut up right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gay for my living billionaire jet plane. Oh, that sounds that sounds right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, well, I'm going with Beth. And if that, that's that's real. <laughs> that is absolutely a real one. That's a real Chuck Tingle book. <laughs> I mean, who's not? This is a semi. Let me just see. I freed this handsome cargo ship from the Suez Canal, and now he's stuck in my butt. <laughs> now I feel like that's just someone's quote on Reddit saying this sounds like a Chuck Tingle book because it's far too topical. I was so re- real or not real? No, not real. Not real. Nope, that's real. Oh my god! <laughs> he works fast. Yes, he does. How about this one? Donald Trump's ass is haunted by the handsome ghost of his incriminating tax returns. Yeah, that sounds about right. Are these just all real? Because you wanted to read these titles? <laughs> these are all real. Because there's all no real. fucking way you were going to make these up. You know how much I stress over the two trivias and a lie to make one up that sounds fake? Like, I can't imagine you coming <laughs> And let me add, if you did, if you had a lot of good false ones, I may be a little concerned about where, yep, yep. where we're headed. Holy <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I think we should have one more, though. Yeah. How about, uh, okay, let me see if I can. There's, there's so many, you guys. Just so many good ones. Google. Yeah, oh, take, take, it takes some time to Google there's, this. I was just t- scary stories to tingle your butt. Yeah, that I've heard of. <laughs> There's another celebrity one. Billionaire Elon's mug takes the handsome planet Mars in his butt. There's a lot of butt. Um, a lot of butt stuff. Yeah, yeah, a lot of butt stuff. My handsome sentient face mask protects me despite the ridiculous conspiracy theories that he won't also. He pounds my butt. That's the that's the title. Great, great. A really long Except title. It's really on an adventure in the title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I expect a lot. You guys, you have to just Google Chuck Tingle titles and look at the image results. There's nothing actually pornographic, but you just you have to look at the the covers. This is very good. Go look right now. Yeah, it's happening. Chuck Tingle. Not pounded by anything. Six six platonic tales of non-sexual encounters. Pounded in the butt by Area 51 while attempting to storm it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, is this a dinosaur guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I like this one. We are loving bisexuals, and they are living bicycles. <laughs> <laughs> Slammed in the butt by the handsome sentient manifestation of election day. Oh, my God. Pounded in the butt by my own butt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The oh Tinkleverse God. monster guide. Yep. There's a whole There's thing. There's a Bitcoin and, in my butt. Andy's handsome. <laughs> like, oh. and, okay, just to close this out, uh, listen to this is the this is straight from Miss me reading from Wikipedia, the personal life uh, bio of Chuck Tingle. Little has been confirmed about Tingle's identity beyond the fact that the name Chuck Tingle is a pseudonym, obviously. All right. He claims to have been born in Home of Truth, Utah, a small, isolated southern Utah ghost town established in 1933 as a religious commune and abandoned in 1977. He describes himself as bisexual. Tingle presents himself as a Taekwondo grandmaster from Billings, Montana, who acquired a Ph.D. in holistic massage at DeVry University, which does not offer such a degree. <laughs> a photo presented as a portrait of Tingle was found on a stock photo website. It's just like some random person. Right. Yeah. There's Harriet Porter. Yes. Har- bad boy Paris or elephants. Yep. He's absolutely. got cool hair. That's how you know he's, he's a bad guy. Cool oh, hair. and tattoos. My God. Yeah. Oh my God. That's it's a uh, it's a thing. Just go look at. Oh my God. It's a real thing that's happening. 
Hounded in the butt by my Hugo Award loss. <laughs> <laughs> like he must like the do you guys remember the blue, black, gold dress thing? Yes, right? Yes. Yeah. So he's, there's there's one he's got it's it's covers just the gay color changing dress. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like he must just I mean yeah, one of the things I saw was the idea that Chuck Tingle's pounded in the butt by the idea that his books are just covers and not actually books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, I just thought it was funny, bonkers. but there are there are choose your own adventure, a select your own timeline Chuck Tingle books out yeah, there. Yeah, fuck yeah, let's do that. And you have to read them because <laughs> you know it's your turn. All right. T-Rex law Next firm. Time. Executive boner. Except, well, sure. <laughs> That's totally what I'm going for. <laughs> so there you oh, go. Oh. So um, this uh, this zombie pen pal book was a steaming pile of trash. <laughs> it was absolutely. And I think last time my judgment was, yes, hell yes, I love Choose Your Own Adventure. But this was terrible. That that was such a tease. Yeah. You, you didn't get any choices. They just took you all around. And yeah. Wait. And they fucking blew us up. I'm like, I feel like in the old ones, you got to endings much quicker, but that allowed you yes. to just jump back and yes. have a different ending. I read this dumb thing for almost an hour before we did de- like it just didn't take us anywhere, you know? Right. And I still never got to see the lab in our school. <laughs> yeah. What a like- fucking bummer, man. We did break into the ladies' locker room, though, so there's right. that. We did. Exciting. We did. Yikes. Well, so that was a whole a whole adventure. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining us. Yep. Thank you guys for having me. I that was actually that was a lot of fun. I, I will <laughs> um, say that. <laughs> yeah, we hope you guys. Uh, we hope you guys had fun listening. Um, you know, maybe we should do one of those Chuck Tingle ones on Patreon, Paul. Oh, there you go. All right. Um, so you should join our Patreon and listen to that hot shit show that that'll probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you. Thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. Um, you can find us online at Nerd Cannon on all the things. Uh, you can email us at nerdcannonpodcast at gmail. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash nerdcannon. Do we know what's next, Paul? No, we don't know is the answer. <laughs> Why do you always ask me this question? Why time? can't you ever know the answer? Because I ask you every fucking time. Uh, next would be Michael Jackson video extravaganza. Michael Jackson extravaganza. All right. So that. Oh yeah, just get ready. It's gonna gonna happen a lot. (laughs) And you you will. All right. Uh, All right. So that's happening next time. Until next time. Keep the nerd alive. That's right. 